0: Today is February 2nd, 2021, and it's a gift from God. So take a deep breath now to give him thanks for the many graces that you can see in your life. Psalm 35.3 Say to my soul, I am your salvation. In our reading today, we had an interesting text. Numbers records this enigmatic ministry of the prophet Balaam. This wayward seer struggles to be content, I think. He desperately needs God to speak to his soul and say to him, I am your salvation. Balaam here has been recruited and enticed, tempted to disobey God by Balak the king of Moab. You see, Balaam has built up a reputation as a prophet that what he says will happen will in fact happen. Balaam's prophetic words are coming true because he has been connected with God up to this point. And King Balak has taken note of this, and he wants to get Balaam to come and curse his enemy. But what King Balak doesn't understand is that Balaam is simply a divine weatherman. Balaam doesn't decide what God will do. He only declares what God himself has already decided to do. King Balak falsely believes that Balaam can declare a curse or a blessing at will. And so King Balak sends an envoy with promises of wealth and prestige, to entice this prophet to come and curse the king's enemies. The problem, however, is that the king's enemies are God's people, the nation of Israel. God isn't going to pronounce a curse on them because he's already blessed them. This is why when Balaam asks God for permission to go with the Moabites, God says no. King Balak, however, is not accustomed to being told no. So he sweetens the pot and sends more prestigious members of his court and more extravagant displays of his wealth in this second attempt to lure Balaam to his aid. And looking at the text, we all know what should have happened. Balaam should not have even let these people in the door. He should have said, oh, I'm sorry, God has already spoken, and I've decided I'm not going to go with you. Instead, he goes back to God and asks again, can I go? Can I go, please? Please? Please oh please oh please if if I go then I'll be a royal prophet and I'll have prestige and honor and I'll be somebody and people will recognize me and I'll be wealthy and and then I'll do good things I'll good I'll do good things with my promotion and with my platform and with all the wealth that I'll accumulate. And God responds to this tiresome request by saying okay you can go but only if you do only what I tell you to do. And like a typical teenager, Balaam says, sure, dad, whatever you say, thanks. You won't regret it. The problem is that it seems God regrets it the very next morning. Now, it might make us wonder, you know, why does God say yes, but then try to stop Balaam? Why is it that God is angry with Balaam for doing what God said he could do? The answer here lies in the text itself. Now, I'm no Hebrew scholar, so we'll have to rely on the work of Walt Kaiser, who writes about this passage in his book, The Hard Sayings of the Bible. Kaiser states, The text stresses that the permission of Balaam was conditional. The King James phrases it, If the men come to call thee, rise up and go with them. Balaam, however, was all too anxious to go and did not wait for the men to call him. Rather, he saddled his donkey and sought them out. Numbers twenty-two, twenty-one 21 makes it clear that Balaam initiated the action and did not wait for the test that God proposed to take effect. It says that Balaam got up in the morning, saddled his donkey, and went with the princes of Moab. You see, according to 2 Peter two fifteen, he loved the wages of wickedness. We sometimes forget, I think, that God is our Heavenly Father. And that, like any good father, God sometimes knows we'll only learn a lesson the hard way which is unfortunately the case for Balaam. Balaam couldn't be content with God alone. He couldn't be content with the salvation of God. And I think we're often like this. We beg and plead for things from God until we convince ourselves that it's okay, or until God gives in knowing it's the only way we'll ever learn. But how much better would it be if we could be content with what God has given us? If we would be content with hearing him say to our soul, I am your salvation. So today, let's try that. Let's try praying for contentment as we join with the psalmist in asking our Heavenly Father, Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. My name is Weston, and I want to thank you for listening to Everyday Grace. If you find this podcast to be a blessing to you and your spiritual life, why don't you share it with a friend? Tell somebody about it. Maybe even leave us a positive review. Everyday Grace is brought to you by Bowling Green Christian Church. If you want to find out more information about the church, our other ministries, or ways that you can support or get involved, visit us online at www.bowlinggreenchristian.com dot org.